So for a long time, I've been saying that the Democrats are far more interested in our faith, our faith being those of us who believe in Judeo-Christian religions in general, uh, evangelical Christianity in particular. They're coming after us. They're not just coming after us from a legal perspective. They're coming after us from a, an emotional perspective. They're engaged in psychological warfare against us. They are hitting us from every angle. You can actually take, as I've said before, you could take pretty much every issue that the Democrats hold dear and nine out of 10 of them, there's going to be a couple that, that really don't have a direct impact on faith, but nine out of 10 of them do. And it's not just about trying to outlaw us through policies. It's not just about trying to keep us quiet through, through persecution, through oppression. This is about psychological warfare, as I said. And one of the ways they do it is by just, just doing those little things that don't really mean anything, but we really have to start recognizing those quote-unquote little things as far bigger than they are because again they they put a lot of effort into this article i wrote over at uh, thelibertydaily.com i have it here on discern.tv disparity in jay insley's easter versus ramadan tweets demonstrates satanic left's hatred for christianity and it goes beyond just hatred again i want to be clear this is a direct attack they want us to be disheartened they want us to give up. They want us to, to just say, oh, you know what? They're coming after us. What are we going to do? There's not much we can do about it, so let's just not do anything, right? So I'm not going to read the article. I'm just going to go straight to the tweets. This is what Jay Inslee, the Democrat governor, the radical leftist Democrat governor of Washington State, this is what he posted for Ramadan. In observation of Ramadan, we extend our warmest wishes to our Muslim friends and neighbors. May your fasting and prayers bring peace happiness and prosperity ramadan mubarak and then hashtag ramadan hashtag ramadan mubarak hashtag ramadan kareem don't know what any of that means but that's what he posted and he posted an islamic symbol for ramadan has it branded with jay Inslee, <laughs> you know and as i said it's a respectful post that highlights his reverence and appreciation he mentioned specific aspects of the muslim holiday demonstrating that he wasn't just this wasn't just a passing oh happy ramadan tweet this was something they put effort into now let's compare this to passover his passover tweet was to all those gathering around the seder table this evening trudy and i wish you a happy passover shock samak that's it happy passover you know it's a very generic obviously less involved not talking about peace not talking about about you know the the miracle that 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 initiated with the very first Passover, the original story of Passover from the book of Genesis. Nothing about that. No, no, no. I say Genesis, I meant Exodus. You know what I meant. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just a generic tweet. So let's go see what he posted for Easter. Hopping into Easter Sunday with joy and laughter. <laughs> Trudy and I wish everyone a hoppy and egg-citing Easter. Happy Easter. They're mocking us, folks. If you were never, if you were, came to this nation, came to this world for the first time, and you read this tweet, you were saying, oh, okay, so, so Easter is a, it's, it must be the celebration of rabbits. Hopping is, into Easter Sunday with joy and laughter. Egg-citing, E-G-G-citing. Easter egg sighting hoppy. I mean, 
they're doing it in plain sight, folks. They're doing it right in front of our faces. They're mocking us. And for those who think, oh, you know, maybe they just didn't, didn't, uh, you didn't put much effort into this one. This isn't about effort. I assure you with 100% certainty that all three of these tweets were crafted, meticulously crafted. They were designed specifically to come after us, to, to belittle us, to mock us. This is their style. This is what they've been doing for, for a long time. And it's been progressing. This isn't, this is, I, I, I don't want to say this isn't new because it's not. You should look at his 2021 Ramadan tweet where, I mean, he did a heartfelt video about Ramadan. Not about Easter, but about Ramadan. Jay Inslee did. But, you know, we're living in these modern times. We see what Democrats are doing. We, we, I think a lot of us forget that this wasn't how it was not very long ago. I mean, don't forget in 2008, what, 15 years ago, both Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, they ran on a platform that was against gay marriage. Both of them did. Both of them ran on a platform that was, you know, about, about abortion being rare and safe and, you know, accessible, but, but you know, very rare. The emphasis was on it, rare. Nowadays, okay, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Jay Inslee, Hillary Clinton, all of the Democrats, all of the Democrat lawmakers, maybe not the voters, but at least the lawmakers, are they want as many abortions as possible. I mean, they're celebrating abortions. They want as many gay marriages as possible. It isn't just about rights. It's about supremacy in their book. This isn't new. It's just been creeping for a while, but that creep has turned into a sprint over the last couple of years. They're, I guess you could say, out of the closet, so to speak, with their hatred for Christianity. And if we don't acknowledge this, I see so few conservatives and Christians acknowledging it. They don't realize, you know, you could say, oh, you know what, the the whole transgender thing, that's just about wokeness. And it is, you're right, but it's wokeness in an attack of the biblical faith, as I've said many times. One of the reasons, arguably the biggest reason, they're so adamant about protecting trans kids, as they like to say, is because they want to indoctrinate, to brainwash children into thinking that they are not the, the, the gender, sex, whatever, that they were born into. Why? Because if they can convince these kids that they are, you know, might have been born biological boy, but they're actually a girl. They can convince and, and brainwash and indoctrinate these kids into this ideology, then they win. I'll explain that here in a second, but I want to be clear. You might say, oh, you know, I, and I know probably my audience won't say this, but but one of the arguments is, you know, it's just the reason there's so much of it now is because they're, they're more free and they're able to come out. And they would have come out before if they were free. No, they wouldn't have because that didn't exist because they weren't getting indoctrinated in the past. This is a relatively new phenomenon. I'm not saying all all trans whateverism is is new. What I'm saying is, is that it's new as far as like across the board. I'm saying that that it was extraordinarily rare. And now all of a sudden you've got all these kids that are dying. Oh, my gosh. They gotta get their LGBTQIA plus supremacy card. Why? Because it's a supremacy card, because it grants them better treatment, more rights. They get treated special. Of course they're going to want that. Of course a eight-year-old, twelve-year-old, whatever year old is gonna say, oh wow, well, I see, you know, Johnny came out as trans and now everybody likes him. Teachers treat him special. He gets all these super protections. Nobody's bullying him. Maybe I should come out as trans. Of course, the most protected people 
in this nation right now are part of the LGBTQIA plus community, especially children. I mean, they are protected so much, at least protected from a, you know, protected from whatever, uh, and false attacks or whatever. They are protected. I mean, we saw what happened in Nashville, okay? A transvestite walks into a school, murders six Christians, including three children. And the last response was to go protect trans kids, not Christian kids, trans kids, trans people. They, they, they're protected. They, they literally flip the script. This is, this is what's happening. And this is, you know, that's why I say this little stuff like these tweets by Jay Inslee, they might be little, but they're not insignificant. We have to acknowledge that all of this is about the faith. Returning to what I was saying before, the reason they want these kids to think, oh, I was born a boy, but I'm actually a girl, is because if they can get them to think along the lines of, oh my gosh, you know, I was, I, I came out wrong, then that must mean, by simple logic, even logic that an eight-year-old can understand, if they were made wrong by God, they were created incorrectly, then there's only two possibilities. Either God made a mistake, and that means that he's not infallible, or God doesn't exist at all. They want to indoctrinate as many children into this as possible, because they will grow, most of them, will grow to be atheist or agnostic adults. Their religion will be the, the religion of climate change and wokeness. LGBTQIA plus supremacy cult will own them. Most of them. I'm not saying all of them. I mean, Holy Spirit works, okay? You can overcome anything. But their chances of coming to the right conclusion about the, the nature of their presence, the nature of their soul, the nature of their existence, greatly diminished if the left can indoctrinate them into this radical, unhinged mental illness. They're spreading mental illness. And you might say, how did I get, how did I jump from Jay Inslee posting an Easter tweet about rabbits to this. Because it's all connected, folks. And until more people realize this and start addressing it as such, start addressing all of this as attacks from different angles on the faith, then we're not going to win. It's no secret to my listeners, my viewers, anybody who's visited my websites, that I am very bullish on gold and silver here in 2023. The United States economy is looking challenged, we'll say. They're pushing for central bank digital currencies. Of course, the central banks themselves are buying up gold and silver like crazy, like they've never done before. That should tell you something. If you have wealth, retirement, your life savings, it's time to protect it, to secure it by putting some or all of it into a self-directed precious metals IRA. There are different types of products out there. I have found three companies that do a fantastic job. These are America First companies that can help you to secure your retirement, your wealth, your life savings in a self-directed IRA. Go to jdrucker.com slash IRA. You'll have three America First companies to choose from. Pick one, pick two, pick three. jdrucker.com slash IRA.